Good day, Sasha, and welcome to Masterclass. So nice to have you on. Bobby, thank you so much for having us. Yes, fantastic. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. We're going to be talking recruitment. We're going to be talking about your AI tool that you guys have developed. Very interested to hear about this um, and just kind of hear the story of Job Crystal. So um, can we start off by you just telling us, Sasha, Job Crystal, who are you? What is the company and how did you guys get to where you are? Sure. Um, so let's start with me. Um, so I actually was a computer programmer. I used, oh, to, wow. I used to speak, speak computer um, and realized that, that. that computers, oh, computers didn't really speak back to me. I much preferred the people side. Um, so I moved much more to that side. But having said that, I, I still play every now and again. No. Um, I still do a minor of the coding, which I do. Um, but I met um, Cole Westvig. He owned Job Crystal. Um, okay. He opened it 12 years ago, wanted to, to be the LinkedIn of the time. Mm -hmm. landed up to be more more on an agency side so he sold the business to myself and kitty low um, and we've been running the business for the last six years um it was called job crystal by them and we've actually never asked even though they're still friends of ours we've never asked them what why it was called that um and when we were thinking of developing our ai tool somebody said ai is quite creepy so why mm -hmm. don't you call it crystal so at least now job crystal means something to us um, mm -hmm. in the sense of what does the actual word say so yeah. yeah, that's my background and, and that's kind of where Job Crystal came from. And it's it's been a six-year journey of amazingness, um, of making sure that we can make an impact in people's lives from candidates to clients to our team. And mm. um, yeah, that's us. Yeah, fantastic. That's the biggest thing for me in, in recruitment is there's always two sides to the coin, right? There's the candidates and there's the companies. And, you know, a Job Crystal of the market, you kind of have to be playing on both sides of the coin, right? You have to make... Do the best for the candidates while you're doing the best for the companies and trying to match the best together but i like to i, I always enjoy um meeting women in business and i just wanted to kind of get you guys give your your take on you know so you told me now that you you kind of bought the business from somebody but it's it's you and kelly women owned tell me about that experience and how you feel about empowering you know women in business in this day and age so I think, yeah, so I'm joining recruitment industry, having not come from the recruitment industry. Kelly's been in the recruitment space. Mm. And recruitment's very much a female-dominated industry. There's okay. very few men in the industry that do mm -hmm. well. But I come from an IT industry, which is very male-dominated. Yes, and my previous very... startup that I sold was an insurance industry, which is also male-dominated. So I'm kind of used to the male-dominated side, and now suddenly I'm in a much more female-dominated industry. So, mm. so I think it's... It's very different um, in the sense that you don't get included in golf days and, and different things in the male side, but the female side is strange because it's not as supportive as you think it would be. And it's it's slowly changing, um, but it definitely makes makes a difference um, in which industry you decide to choose your or land in, because most mm. people actually just land into recruitment. It's never usually a chosen field. Mm. Uh, people choose to go into HR, but it's which, which speciality they decide to go into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I was in recruitment for a while. It's a very interesting little game that one plays. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 a lot more difficult. There's so much more to that people don't realize that's happening. Um, but yeah, so tell me, like, obviously, um, you say you guys are six years old now. Um, do you count the last two years? We do actually. It's <laughs> it's been our biggest years. Um, we were. So I think we were really lucky in the sense of when COVID hit, we had we had got a business coach in the September of 2019. And she said, there's one thing you're going to focus on, and that's cash flow. 
And we mm. fixed our cash flow. We sorted out a whole bunch of things that we needed to make sure that we were a lot more stable. So in March, 2020 came around, we were completely ready. We were able to pay staff the way, all the way through and suppliers. We went from, went, we, we decreased by 80% of specs, job descriptions, just job efforts, gone. Clients oh, not hiring, not now. But the 20% we had, we made sure we did really well. We looked after those clients as much yeah. as we could. Yeah. Um, and then in that time, we figured out it was the ideal time to launch a new system um, and to create a new system. So the last two years, if anything, I think has been the busiest of, I think, my life. Yeah. <laughs> Not just obviously homeschooling and having all that part of fun, but also <laughs> on the business side, yeah. um, finding a, an opportunity and grabbing it with both hands. And, and now we've got this amazing, amazing business that's grown so much within the last last two years and mm. it's almost a different business now yeah i can imagine i mean everyone had to kind of yeah i mean I, I work in the tech industry and kind of there was times where i asked myself is there a pandemic out there like is there what is this thing that people are talking about because we felt untouched the only difference we were working from home but everything else was as business as usual but but not everyone was going through that and kind of leads to the the question i want to ask um from your point of view is we can talk COVID and, and, and the kind of what we saw there, but what are the trends and where are you seeing like the job market in general, you know? So for, for where, like if you were, I don't know, I don't know, you can look at, this is the thing though, right? You can look at it from a candidate point of view and you can look at it from a business point of view. But I think if we, if we had to take the candidate point of view, because when we talk the AI tool, I think that's going to be more of the business side, right? But from a candidate point of view, what trends have you seen happen in the market that, that you've picked up in job crystal, what jobs are available, what 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 more what job descriptions are coming um, more pre prevalent? Just kind of what's your feel of the market over the last six years that you've been with Job Crystal? So I think you know the, the, the last fall before COVID or the pre pre COVID times was very it, corporates drove the market. Um, you know, so candidates became a number. Um, you didn't get the opportunity to work from home or have any flexibility. And in the last two years, you know, unfortunately, there's been so much retrenchment across the board. Mm -hmm. And what we found is that people, candidates who couldn't find jobs, either started their own businesses, figured out something, worked for a charity, did freelancing, a side hustle, or mm. their hustle became their business. Mm. So the SME market's grown out of that, which is quite great. Mm. And suddenly we see now at the end of the pandemic or endemic, whichever it's going to be called, mm. is that candidates now have the power because I want to work from home now. I'm not mm -hmm. going to take your job if you're not going to offer me a remote solution. And actually what's happening now is there's remote jobs and then there's fully remote because yeah. some clients are like, okay, I want the candidate to work with us, but like they need to come into the office when we want them to. And the candidates are like, no, I want to be fully remote. I never want to come into the office. Yeah. And we're finding candidates, especially the, the special skills. So yes, tech in your industry is very specialized, mm -hmm. but not just that side. You know, if I'm specializing in insurance, I don't want to come into the office, I won't. Mm. And I'll find an insurance company that allows me to do that. So candidates are suddenly getting more power. Um, mm. So it's been, a, it's been a, a very strange shift and COVID was not great in, in you know, 2020 and 2021. But mm -hmm. we've seen the shift that candidates are now getting the power. Yeah, that's interesting. So one of my first podcast interviews was with a couple, uh, not a couple, it was two girls who um, did, uh, they wrote a book on remote facilitation. Fantastic book for anyone. I'm promoted still to this day. Um, but uh, we kind of spoke about it. So they started this business uh, remote facilitation because they saw a gap in the market. And this was pre-COVID. This is way before COVID that they wrote a book about it. And it was a guide to, it was called the pocket, the guides, pocket guide to, to remote facilitation. Anyways, and we had great conversation. I had a great conversation with them. And, and, and back then, and this is not 
like early 2020. So people had just gone into lockdown and all of that very unknown what was happening. And we actually spoke about like this hybrid that was going to happen. And ever since that conversation, I'm constantly like keeping my ears and eyes open for, you know, these hybrid like opportunities. My personal thing is like, okay, I've personally gone into this rhythm of working from home, but I really, really, really miss the office. And I feel like people are going to slowly over time kind of lure themselves back that camaraderie those small conversations that you know it sounds stupid I think we overdid it but the ping pong tables and the you know all yeah. of that kind of stuff <laughs> you know what I'm saying I feel like people are going to move back that way do you think that like those trends like what do you think is going to happen to those trends do you think people are going to like <laughs> this is bad there's a friends episode I'm a friends fan and there's an episode where Rachel starts smoking so that she can get the gossip by going outside with the work colleagues, you know, and I feel like <laughs> that's still relevant. Like, I feel like we're missing that. Do you think that we might move back into that direction over time once the, the dust settles? So interesting. So Job Crystal, we always actually worked from home before COVID. Really? You know, we had offices, candidates never want to take time out to come see you. Clients don't want, they want you to come there. So we had a waste of, of an expense. So we actually ended that before, way before COVID. Um, and so it hasn't affected us in that sense, but we've got to the fact of sometimes once a week, we all want to go work together because you want that social aspect exactly. and it's, it's easier than a WhatsApp note and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. You can actually work together and get that social feeling. So we started that and then our team were like, actually, no, it's too much. Now we're going to do twice a month. So I think what we're finding is the youngsters mm -hmm. prefer to be in office. Um, the more middle-aged prefers to have a hybrid approach. Um, and then the older generation, strangely, also wants to be back in the office. So I think it's just that middle age group is kind of like, I want a hybrid model. You know, I want to go do the water fountain chat, mm -hmm. um, but I want the ability to go and watch my child do hockey or I want to go do the, do the yeah. school pickup. Um, yeah. And I want that flexibility. So I think it's where you are in your life. Um, but I think we're all social creatures. So it's something, some social aspects going to have to remain. I 100% agree with you. We, I agree with you. We are, you know, sociable creatures. But then there's that horrible word. And okay, so I'm in Cape Town um, and we don't, we, there's certain, depending on where you live, but there's an horrible word, traffic. You know, if I think about having to go to the office and sitting in traffic, I'm like, nah. <laughs> so it's going to be I'm interesting. Sure. Exactly, exactly. I can think of a lot of things that I do in that hour that I would have spent just going one direction and then let, let alone the direction coming back, I could go for a cycle. But anyways, I do like that, that idea. I never thought about it. It comes down to sort of where you are in your life. I mean, if you've got kids, you definitely want to spend more time with them and having that remote ability like helps it. If you, like you said, you know, homeschooling and all of that, if you can get through all that. All that fun stuff. And yeah. like I said that some people also want to be out the house, you know, they're tired of, you know, I've got a door behind me that I'm tired of the door opening all, all of the time. So, so yeah. I think it's finding that, it's finding that balance. Um, yeah. So hybrid, I think is going to be the word of, of 2022. Yeah. And companies are going to have to figure it out and so are candidates of, of how to it's come in a hybrid model that suits. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how, how companies actually manage that whole transition or trying to keep the balance of it. Like how much coffee do we have in the company? Okay, we're digressing. I want to talk about your your AI thing. Okay, so I didn't realize that you came from a from a developer engineer background. So that's 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 going to open up some conversations for us today. But I'm going to put you on the spot now, Sasha. I hope you're ready. <laughs> if you could do an elevator pitch of your AI tool. <laughs> One, two, three, go. <laughs> that word that everyone goes, oh, that elevator pitch. Like, oh, yeah, that's crystal. You can do it. <laughs> okay, but in a nutshell, pitch. if you could describe your tool that you built, what, how would you describe it? 
I think for my history is finding, sourcing, screening candidates takes so much time. So to allow a machine to take, do all that work for you, find, screen, source, just do it and get it out there and give me the top 10 candidates. That's what Crystal does. Nice. Pitch. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so, so obviously, um, was this an idea that you came up with because of COVID or was this always something that you guys wanted to do? So I think I come from a very strange background. I was in corporate. I own my own business. So I've hired in different ways. I've owned an agency. So I know exactly what it feels like to hire lots of candidates and for different clients. And I was retrenched three times. So I also know what it feels like to be a candidate. Mm. So taking all those experiences with Kelly and working out what is the best possible way. Mm. And from both sides, from a candidate side, I got so tired of going to a job portal uploading my CV and having to retype it. I've written oh my gosh. It. As a developer, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You have to be able to scrape it better. But no one's worked out the scraping of CVs very well. So you always have to retype your CV. And then from a client point of view, I've spent hours creating my job advert, the ones you see when you're looking mm. for a job. There's really lots of effort that goes into that a lot of the time. Some copy and paste, but a lot of the time, it's actually quite a lot of work. Mm. And I have to go and upload it to a job portal and rewrite it. I'm like, oh. It's so frustrating. <laughs> So it made sense that if a candidate can just upload the CV, nothing else, no scraping, no retyping, and a client can just upload their job description and we could match the two, wouldn't that be the ideal solution for clients and candidates? And then all the work is done for you in finding, sourcing, screening, happy days, let's do that. So it was a, it's been my whole career problem that I've tried to figure out what is the solution. And, and there were parts of different systems around the world. We've had a look at, at international systems as well. That did parts of it, but no one did all of it. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we put all the parts together. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. say we're completely different. We're different because we're one whole system, but there's different parts and elements around there in the world. Okay. Now that's fantastic. I mean, I remember like that whole journey of having, oh yeah, this sounds like a great job I want to take fill in these 20 questions <laughs> about who you are and you kind of have to sell yourself. I'm like, okay, cool, done. I hope I get that one. But you know what? This is a tough market. Let me do it again. And you, you have to retype all of that. And it was just a painful experience. So, so that's exactly it. So, I mean, obviously you come from a developer point of view, uh, background and all of that. Um, I think one of the big words that I'm thinking about when I think about you've created an AI solution or whatever it is, um, the user journey is the most important thing. So can we quickly touch on the user journeys? I don't know, which one would you like to kind of touch on first? Like um, from, let's say we're a candidate, we've been telling about being a candidate. So explain the user journey for a candidate that now wants to upload their CV to JobCrystal or whatever it is. Can you just explain how it works? Perfect, they'll go to the website. So it's jobcrystal.co.za, literally click join. They type in their name, surname, email address, they enter their phone number, they upload their CV, tell us where they are. Um, and then they let us know what their current salary is and what they would like to earn or what they mm -hmm. believe they should mm -hmm. earn, they're done. Once they've mm -hmm. logged in, obviously they activated their account, we'll match them, we'll let them know are there any jobs on the site currently that match the CV that you've uploaded. So here's the current jobs that are available. And that's really it. Um, we've got a salary benchmarking tool, which allows them to see what is everybody else earning based on their, on their job title um, per area. So what does Joburg earn? So, you know, mm. does Joburg earn more than Cape Town and, then, and more than Durban? It's the gap is closing, FYI. Um, so, so it shows them some interesting facts on that. And um, if they really want to do a CV revamp, we are, we've got lots of tips and tricks to help them with that. And we have got a service if they want to redo their CV. 
but you know word offers you templates you really don't need to pay for a cd revamp mm. okay yeah no that's interesting so then okay so it sounds like the the salary is one of the biggest questions or criteria i think that's the question the, the word criteria for a person that's kind of applying is that true or is there other things that this that this model is looking at we're only looking at your CV. We're not even looking at your, we're not even looking at your salary. So that's for the clients. The client's gonna, I want to pay X. They're gonna be looking at that. We're looking at your CV. What matches jobs to you, to your CV? Um, so obviously, you know, junior roles won't match to senior CVs. The, the, your number of experience is gonna match to the number of experience of a job, but it's not gonna be based on salary, no. Okay, fantastic. Okay, so does this tool kind of like, do you upload your CV and then it reads, it scrapes the, the data off the CV? So how does it get yeah, the information? Hey. So we so we use a whole range of tools. So, so here's your techie side. We use AI, machine learning, and NLP um, to look at the CV and base hey, that and sorry, match that. May I ask what NLP is? Natural language processing. Okay. Um, so that's making sure that it's almost like a keyword search, but okay. a little bit more advanced, a little bit more specialized, and a little okay. bit more easier to be able to match because the job description is written very different to the way a CV is written. Yes. So, so yeah. when we went on the journey to create Crystal, I thought I could do it in three months. I couldn't. Um, and um, a few years later, we had it. But I had to use a whole bunch of different technologies. I couldn't use, use pure AI and I couldn't use pure ML. Um, we had to use a range of different things. Interesting. Um, okay, cool. and, that's, and that's kind of what, what helped us create the tool. Okay, cool. All right. So sorry, I interrupted you. So thank you for explaining that. I, I mean, it makes total sense now. Thank you. Okay, so um, so what is it looking at? So it's looking at these functions. And then it what it, it, it uploads it somewhere? How does it get read? So once the CV has been kind of processed by the AI or the ML, what is what is it doing from there? Okay, so then on the, let's talk to the client side, and then I'll show you more of how the okay. matching works. So clients will come in, also join basic information. They'll upload their job description, which is the when you're looking for a job, that job advert, that is a job description. Mm -hmm. Crystal's going to go, okay, this is a new job description. Now, there's three types of candidates we call. There's ones in the active base, those candidates that have come in and uploaded their CV. It's going to look through our base, and it's going okay. to go, right, are there any candidates on our base that match that job description? So let's say we're looking for a marketing manager. Mm -hmm. Any marketing managers on here? We don't look at job titles. We look at the actual CV, the duties, the kind of experience, the years of experience, and any education that the job description wants. Cool. Then it goes to the passive market. So we look at about 42 different sites where we screen about 34 million employable South Africans. So that's from LinkedIn, GitHub, believe it or not, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. We have a look and we go, where's the marketing managers who have X, Y, and Z? Cool. We bring those through. So when you, as a client, have uploaded your job description, you automatically get 10 candidates from those two bases, the active base and then the passive base. Over 30 days, we call it the third type of candidates. Those that don't really have a very good online presence, don't want to upload their CV mm. to a job portal, they apply for the job. So during that, those 30 days, those that apply that match the job description, we screen them or Crystal screens them, mm -hmm. they'll be sent those applications. So you don't have to go through 310 applications where nobody matches the results that you need. So as a candidate, you can upload your CV to us and you can go form part of the original top 10, Mm -hmm. Or you can apply during those 30 days and form part of the extra offer of top 10 to the clients. That's how it works for candidates and clients and matches together. Yeah, that's so interesting. It's very cool. And um, what I really like about it is, um, yeah, <laughs> I remember when I was in recruitment, the amount of CVs that one can create and now you have to read through it. And then 
um, yeah, you have to like pick your top and then it's a, a, a thing from there and then there. Besides the matching, is there anything else that this tool does or what? Because we know that recruitment is a process. Is there anything else post the screening or like the matching that happens that you guys are now catering for? So, no, so we, most of what Crystal does is it's finding, sourcing and screening for you. So you, you've got your candidates. You as a client would then go and contact those that you want to interview and make sure that you can do the interview side. We offer the background checks. So at the end, you can offer, you know, credit checks, criminal checks, reference checks. It's all automated as well on the website that'll close the deal for you. We're going to integrate video interviews into the system. Uh, currently, they're not available. It's phase two that's coming in. But we still believe in that final interview, you're going to hire somebody and you'll be paying them a salary. You want to get that feel when you're interviewing them what they're like. Mm. So we still believe that that, that personal contact is going to be needed. Um, so so we, we're sticking with, we still think the clients want to do the physical interviews, be it you do face-to-face -face or virtual. We're finding more and more clients are purely hiring on a virtual interview that you don't even need to come into the office. Mm. Um, and we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, everyone's kind of going into whatever the whatever your industry is. There's like a digital element to it now, and I think that um, I have a feeling that you're probably going to be doing. I don't know if you're partnering with Whamley, but anyways, like you know, just kind of like how the industry is evolving. And, and there was a conversation I had with Francois from Whamley, who kind of said that the recruitment process has been so stale for so many years, like so much room for innovation, so much room for things to get better. And why has it taken so long for us to get there? You know, so it's like you've kind of found a, a great little place to, to really innovate and make people's jobs a lot easier. And I think a big thing that we can talk about in South Africa is the unemployment rates, right? So if you put out an advert, the amount of CVs you create is actually a bit sad, but it's hectic. And now someone needs to scour through all of that. And so there's a lot of um, use cases there, a lot of... Um, yeah, advantages for, for users to be using it. That's fantastic. Yeah, and I think you'll know from being in recruitment, you know, I remember being actually in the corporate world and I put our ad out for a financial manager. I received 370 CVs in 24 hours. Wow. And no offense, you cannot as a human screen 370 CVs. And that's the problem is people don't actually look at all the CVs. You know, even mm. applicants know, I'm going to put an application through. You don't actually know if anyone's going to actually read it. So, you know, we had to create a tool that could screen all those applications and literally give you the ones that match the spec. Yeah. Um, we do believe that every pot has its lid. So if you've applied for a job that you, know, you don't suit, there is a job out there for you. You just need to find it. And mm. we're hoping what Crystal does is find those pots and those lids, puts them together. Mm. And what mm. that will do is hopefully make a dent in unemployment because that's mm. the point is to try and help. You know, that's what every recruiter wants is to help more and more people find jobs. Mm. And if you could use an AI tool to get there, even better. Yeah. So, so tell me the, okay, so you're, obviously your background kind of drove you towards doing or building this. We, we all know that in, in, in product, in, in developing project or developing software, um, you can do anything you want. So how did you come to the conclusion that matching was the one, the area that you were going to focus on? I think it was the pain point more than anything else. Um, you know, I knew it could be, <laughs> as I said, I, I thought it could be done one way in, in three months. Yeah. So I definitely got that part wrong. But obviously, I, like I said, any software can do anything. You just got to figure it out. And we went through mm. lots of suppliers and lots of lots of devs to get there. Mm. Mm. It was a pain point. It was having been in a situation as a corporate, as an SME owner, as a recruiter, as a candidate, and there must be an easier way to do that. And nobody was doing it. So we were like, mm. let's do it. So we did. 
Yeah. And and how long has it been live for? Literally, what is today? Today is the 28th. I remember it's yeah, it's so we launched on the 10th of January. So oh, it's, wow. it's been a few weeks. But so we launched in December on a on a beta version to see okay. how it would go. Uh -huh. And she Crystal um placed her first candidate on the second day. Um so it was it was a good way that she's she's definitely working. Um we've got lots of interest at the moment, so so she's definitely picking up some steam and she's she's working really nicely. She's hiring our team at the moment, which is great. Oh, cool, man. That's awesome. So um, if people want to, you know, find out about Job Crystal, how can they get involved? Like if it was a company that, um, you know, they need to hire a couple of, I mean, so here's the scary thing, you know, kind of going on to that unemployment thing. I, I'm in tech. I mean, you've obviously come from a tech background as well. I'm scary actually how many job op uh, positions are actually vacant. So there, South Africa is such a weird market. It's an interesting conundrum. I mean, you've got this massive unemployment with a massive skill gap. Um, now, I think let's just go to the fact that you're a company looking for somebody. Let's using Crystal. Um, you've got so many like vacancies in the tech industry. How does that kind of play out? Um, just kind of what would a company do in order to use Crystal? Look, if I was a recruiter in, in a tech company, I'm looking for developers, DevOps, you know, all the DBAs, testers, etc. Mm. And you've got so many specs you're sitting with. What do you do? You know, you have to search on a job portal. Generally, they've got they've got their own ATS. They're mm. doing Boolean searches. They've generally got LinkedIn recruiter, which they're paying a fortune for. Mm. They're using all these tools. And if they think about it, it's just taking so long. You have to go in there. And you have to go upload the job. And you have to go look at the people that applied. You have to mm. do your Boolean searches. And you need to contact the passive candidates. And then you need. It's just. Why don't you just go to one tool and it just does it all for you? Upload wow. your job and it gives you the 10 people. And then through the 30 days, it gives you the people that match. So yeah. it doesn't make sense that you use eight tools. Yeah. And if you look at the time, so look, I did it for years. It took, we did a we did a study for a whole bunch of us. And it takes about 24 continuous hours to find screen and source for sure. one candidate. Wow. So if I gave you 24 hours back, what would you do with that time? Oh, lots. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> So that's interesting. So would a company create a profile? Because the one thing that came to my mind now as well is that when you are, let's say, a growing business, growing company, let's use the tech industry as a, an industry that is growing very quickly. One of the most important things that you need to do is, is to have a continuous pipeline of talent coming through. So would a, would a company um, create a profile on, on, on Crystal and then kind of allow the matching to, to con continuously come through. I mean, that sounds like a great way to constantly make sure that you're being matched with what you're looking for. So our focus is SMEs and we don't charge a subscription rate. So we don't have that continuous profile kind of where, where you're going with that because the reason is mm -hmm. SMEs, they can hire one this month, but they might hire only five in July. So mm. their, their timings are always a little bit different. So what mm. is nice is when you upload the job, you get 10 candidates that suit. So you've got a pipeline. You've got those in your mailbox. You can choose when you want to use them. Interesting. As a corporate, we've got a white label solution where you could take the product, white label it, create your profile, but then you've got Crystal to do it for you in your own back end. Um, so you could be labeled as, as anything and just let it work for you. And then it'll create and just run. That's fantastic, actually. That's very cool. So it's almost like they can turn, that's like a switch. They can turn on and off and I kind of be able to go yeah. in and say, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. So, yeah. So I've got all these tools and, and Crystal can, Crystal's searching through, like I said, all those passive candidates all the time and she's learning. So, you know, she, there is an ML functionality, which is machine learning. Mm -hmm. So we do have a, we've still got a human touch in the background, you know, no offense to the white males. Um, but South Africa's, 
employment side, it's very white male dominated. Mm -hmm. So we've got a human touch in the back end just to make sure that Crystal doesn't learn South Africa's history yeah. and only look for white males. So we make sure there's a diverse age, color, everything, gender on. So you're not going to get 10 white males. You're going to get a range um, of age, of gender, and of color from Crystal. That's We're trying to brilliant. teach you teaching her to be diverse that's very cool that's very very <laughs> cool very 2022 i like that so much yeah no I, honestly i've worked in a company and and i remember i was in an interview and it was like no offense to us white males but i was like another white male coming for a job interview i was like where is the diversity in this company like it's it's a sad reality of it like we all talk about empowering and all of that and this way, it's a nice way to kind of um, make sure that you diverse with your candidates and giving more opportunity to more people because we clearly need to do that. So that's awesome. Yeah, we so, yeah. We're not going to make a dent on employment unless we do. Um, you know, mm -hmm. so that's it's, it has to be more diverse. You know, I think it was Google. Google made it a made an AI tool that was looking at passive talent, mm -hmm. and they stopped it because it was learning white males should get hired because oh. white males have degrees and white males have experience. Mm, mm, so mm. You know, we're trying to make sure that she learns to be diverse. If, if we do manage to teach her that, I'm going to be really, really thrilled, but we, we're doing our, our utmost to make sure she stays, she stays diverse. That's amazing. And kind of, um, so very young, Crystal's very young, clearly. So kind of what do you, if, I had to, if we had to redo this interview in a year's time, what do you, what do you foresee? I hope that she's doing brilliantly in South Africa, that she's the, the leading platform for SME specifically, because that's mm -hmm. where the hiring is, where the help is needed most. You know, as a corporate, you have a team of HR recruiters, you've got every single possibility that you need, you've got a big brand to use. Um, SMEs, I hope well, this will be their, their solution to, to finding sourcing and screening. And hopefully we've stepped into another country just to see if it'll work internationally. Um, because, you know, we're looking at a diverse range of, of passive talent. So if mm. we can do it in South Africa, so this is our Petri dish. If it can work here, then why can't it work somewhere up in Kenya or in Nigeria or Egypt, uh, where we can make a difference in Africa? That's brilliant. Sasha, I love it. And I wish you guys the best of luck. I think this will be the first of a few conversations. But it's been great to hear about uh, Crystal and, and um, this very fascinating world we're living in now and, and the solutions that are coming out. Thank you for sharing it with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. It's actually good to have a full circle. So I think we placed you a number of years ago. So it's, it's good that it's come full circle and we're on the other side of the table. So thank you very much for having us. Um, yeah. We're glad to see our candidates are doing so well. Yeah. So you're a good advert for us as well. <laughs> yes, that's true. A couple of years ago now, hey? It's nice to... It has been. Yeah. Cool. Well, Sasha, thank you very much for joining. We'll share all the links. We'll have all the information in the descriptions below. And uh, yeah, thank you to all the viewers for watching. Any last messages, Sasha? No, I think just go to www.jobcrystal.co.za. Brilliant. Well, that's it for today. Thanks, everyone. And see you next time.